every couple of months, there's someone on TikTok that goes after vegans in a very mm -hmm. provocative way. A troll. A troll, but, you know, they, they usually have a significant follower count and they have a little bit of a base and uh, they, they're usually walking for some reason. <laughs> they're always walking <laughs> and talking. Okay. And I don't know if you've seen, there was this one uh, guy in Hawaii or he was, he was this indigenous guy and he was, he was likening veganism to colonialism. What? Everyone gets out, out of their nose out of joint and everybody comments on them and, you know, it kind of raises their viewer count. Uh, I mean, isn't factory farming a lot more like colonialism? They're literally deforesting South American rainforest and conquering it so that these toxic dung piles made by the cows can have, you know, like the, that's colonialism. Well, also... Uh, one thing that's very similar to a lot of these anti-vegan rants, I think, is this kind of picking and choosing a narrative or picking and choosing certain facts that fit your narrative. And then also just going hard, like on like, you know, you're no better than us, kind of a, a you know, kind of a, I don't know, false equivalency, perhaps. Right. Anything to rationalize your addiction to the taste of meat. We're just going to go into this guy's TikTok. I have it here loaded up. Okay. His name is the History Wizard. Mm -hmm. And also, I was thinking about commenting on my TikTok page, but I just didn't want to elevate his stature as, you know, or, or expose yeah, his words that's... to more people. I decided to expose it to our our small but dedicated podcast audience because, you know, we know better. Yeah, and it's it's a harder to... You know, it's not just a direct link, so it's harder to find the guy. They're less likely to give him more views. All right, vegans. It's time that we have a conversation about the fact that veganism is not cruelty-free and for many people, completely unsustainable. That's the... Okay. That's, the, <laughs> that's his first salvo. Okay, so the first thing I, I'm going to point out is a logical... I haven't even heard his whole video, but there's a logical fallacy that harnists use. And the first thing he said was it's not cruelty-free. It's called the appeal to futility. It's the notion that if you cannot be perfect, don't bother doing anything. Like, you're not righteous, so just let it all hang out and kill whatever factory farm animals you want. As for sustainability, like, we know we can debunk that by saying, you know, it takes all these pounds of grain to feed the cow, so why not just feed people with that grain? These are such old arguments that I've heard so many times, and they're so flimsy this is your jam mike that's why i i wanted to see what you thought about this particular gentleman on his soapbox okay the other thing is is there's kind of this very judgmental vibe he's got you know he's got this mm -hmm. you know red hair and a big beard and you know he just he's not looking at the camera and every once in a while he looks kind of judgmentally towards the camera mm -hmm. but he's not most of his eye contact is like walking forward where he's going i have no idea maybe going to the barbecue we're going to have to talk about the fact that agriculture is exempt from fair labor practices in the United States. So there are about 500,000 children picking roughly 25% of your crops. If that's true, it's horrible. It's even more horrible to have to multiply that crime by, you know, all of that food being fed to animals. Well, not just that. He says, he's saying vegans 
your crops. I mean, mm -hmm. it's like, I mean, people that eat meat, don't they eat vegetables too? Or they just eat meat? Yeah. <laughs> He's assuming that, I guess, meat eaters don't eat any vegetables. <laughs> you just, you don't plug the cows and chickens into like solar panels, right? So injustices made to farm workers may, I'm, you know, I'm pretty ignorant about this, but I'm sure it is a serious issue, but it's completely unrelated to veganism. Since veganism does not encourage people to use their products more than meat eating. Well, and also it's do your best. Right. And, and I mean, I think also a lot of people that went after him, like in the, his comment section, his response to them was this like kind of blank check of check your privilege. If you really took in the true cost of that pound of beef, including the environmental cost, including the cost of the workers in the slaughterhouse, it's higher. We're going to have to talk about the exploitation of farm workers down in the global south, many of whom are being forced to work for slave wages while their staple crop, things like quinoa, are being exported up here just so you can feel morally superior. <laughs> okay I mean, so, we've, so, we've already addressed this argument but... yeah yeah but it's like okay i mean i guess the only vegans eat quinoa right so that's mm -hmm. so that i uh, supposedly and then and then we eat quinoa and that makes us morally superior over eating beef maybe i don't know <laughs> i guess his argument is is that people are being exploited for growing quinoa mm -hmm. and that makes us feel morally superior that's his uh, argument i mean again i'm just saying that's i guess that's his argument i mean it's 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 super flimsy but he's definitely saying it with confidence does he believe himself it makes me think of ben shapiro because he makes a lot of these really specious arguments that don't really hold up to scrutiny and i feel they're like they're intellectually dishonest but he makes them with such confidence and he talks so fast that people don't really have a chance to interrogate the argument. And he sort of steamrolls over you, you know, and I, I wonder, I wonder if Ben Shapiro believes himself. And I wonder if this guy, if he truly believes his argument or is he just kind of doing the shotgun approach and throwing shit at the wall and like seeing what sticks. TikTok is a medium of attention you know people yeah. want to get attention and they're pushing the buttons in order to get attention and and to be yeah. extreme is the way you get attention you, i mean you even do this in an innocuous way where you like mispronounce something so that people will like engage with your video to correct you and see you're doing it in a completely innocent and non-harmful way but it's like the, you know the t any little bit of like needling or something that just elicits somebody feeling the need to like comment that feeds you views and ultimately for like influencers it feeds them money yeah well you get more comments i mean this mm -hmm. guy calls himself the history wizard he talks about politics and other things and he, i guess he considers himself an intellectual he definitely wears a wizard hat in some of his <laughs> videos as well so would like to take his points seriously a lot of his points are extremely weak it is true that farm workers are exploited however as vegans, our quest is to do our best. That's what we're doing. Yeah. We're doing our best. I think it's that Ben Shapiro shotgun approach where it's just like he's just throwing out the kitchen sink. He's throwing out everything. Yeah, and it's like you if you can't keep up with the pace of it, you just kind of give up. 
We're going to have to talk about the fact that several of the most common food allergies like soy, wheat, and peanuts are common vegan substitutes, and so it makes it completely unsustainable for people with those allergies. What? So are you saying meat eaters don't eat soy, wheat, and peanuts? Whoa, this is ridiculous. Well, not only that, there are vegans that have food allergies and find other alternatives. I will not be uh, looking this guy up or watching his videos. I, like, I don't want him to get another view. Yeah, he's also kind of speaking for people who have food allergies. And he doesn't understand that vegans do have food allergies. And we also find other ways to, to reduce harm. And we're going to have to talk about the fact that the massive amounts of deforestation that are required to make the farmland to produce your cruelty-free crops destroys the ecosystems Ugh, of a lot of indigenous sorry, wildlife. But like, come on. They, they deforest for the cows, and then they feed the cows all the grain. I do, I just, I'll just keep going. I'll, let's just finish him off. Please. No one's saying that you can't be vegan, and no one's saying that the industrialized meat industry is free of sin, but get the fuck off your high horse. He wants the guests to get off our high horse, and we don't even ride horses. <laughs> okay, I'll get off my high horse. Someone pre presents a an argument, and then you can't argue back. I mean, you kind of argue back, but again, he's on to the next whatever. He got his views, he did his job, and it's like he says things that are not valid. You know, it takes several pounds of grain to create one pound of meat. So if you just fed that grain directly to people, uh, you'd be able to feed more people. Beyond that, they, cre they deforest south american rainforests just for for grazing land for the cows yeah that's the i, I remember that's his joe rogan argument too where it's like oh the the amount of harm and ground animals that are killed you know you know manufacturing soy and it's like you find this one ingredient soy and it's like oh yeah that's what vegans eat soy let's attack soy and then you soy realize that soy is, is the ingredient that they feed to the cows you can come come up with an argument with looking at this sort of like blinded view of things and just totally presenting yourself in this way and just like finding this kind of um uh you know, argument about soy because it's this kind of uh, emotional experience. It brings you back to that soy boy thing, right? Yeah. Like soy yeah. is like this dog whistle for like weakness, for, de uh, you know, being left leaning, for being effeminate, for not, you know what I mean? Well, he's, you have to say also too, it's like, who's he, who's he communicating to? He's riling up the vegans and then he's trying to make meat eaters feel more comfortable with their choices anyway so that's that guy <laughs> and he, he actually even had another follow-up because again this particular tiktok he did he got a lot of views much more than he normally gets i wish we had the luxury of just saying ignore him so he goes away but the problem is if people are only half paying attention this kind of reinforces what they want to hear that like uh you know it's okay to eat the products of cruelty because everything is cruel it's that appeal to futility you can't win so you might as well just eat yummy bacon well also he has this kind of recipe that i've seen repeated every mm -hmm. couple of months there's another guy in general you cannot make a choice in life without harming someone or something 
it's impossible. You walk down the street, you accidentally step on an ant. But the idea is if you're mindful, you can minimize your aggregate harm. Because the depth of animal exploitation is so extreme in our, in our society, yeah, there's no way that we can uh, uh, exist, especially in an urban environment. I mean, maybe if we lived on a, I don't know, some kind of farm or, you know, we grew our own foods, you know, maybe that would, you know, be the, 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 the ideal. But because we live in a, a, a you know, a, a city or a, a society, you know, with, with that, that's dependent on a supply chain, all these things, you know, it's impossible for us to be pure. I think that this kind of argument, he's also sort of directing his rage towards a sort of maybe archetype vegan or the, the yeah. vegan that, um, I don't know, maybe a, a vegan that, that that's painted like a cartoon character, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, so th they call that the straw man argument, right? They mm. like they, they summarize their their opposition's argument in like a silly and foolish way. So it's much easier to refute them, even mm -hmm. though it's not a really accurate depiction of the other side's argument. I mean, th this all boils down kind of to this notion of culture wars, of, um, you know, radicals trying to erode the American way of life, trying to shake up the way things have been, tradition, the nuclear family, conservative values, God, all this stuff, trying to tear all these institutions down and uh, replace them with like anarchy. They're trying to take away your hamburger. There definitely is. Maybe it's fueled by the the um, the meat industry. It's fueled mm -hmm. by history. It's fueled by I don't know uh, addiction, political anger. Uh, you know, marginalizing, uh, assuming that vegans are all uh, I guess uh, you know left leaning soy boys. Like someone like this guy. You know, he's not a he's not a dumb guy. There's a calculating element to what he's doing. And others have also done this as well. I mean, what it, I think Kurt Vonnegut said, no one has ever had anything intelligent to say about a massacre. So there we go. So we talked about that guy.